Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You, you just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their if you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do, dude. Money. It's so freaking good. Good. It's hard to say which one my favorite stuff is just because like if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to Hero dot co and use code genius 10 at checkout that's g-e-n-i-u-s one zero at hero dot co in five four three two one ohio gozaimasu everybody we are back from japan um so if you i'm sorry let me just redo that once again Welcome to the Genius Brain Podcast, everybody. I am your host, David So, and we have my lovely wife. If you don't know, usually when I misschedule podcasts, she usually <laughs> steps in to help me out. I'm the filler. Yeah. So uh, we have a lot of things going on right now. We're in the process of moving. We're doing a whole bunch of stuff. So, well, right, that's hot news. Yeah. So we are. I gotta. I gotta get this done before I go to Hawaii. You know, Jumbi, Hawaii. Make sure you guys check that out. Um and. I said on a podcast, which I don't know if this is going to be a, a great topic to have on the podcast, but I do know a lot of people are going to Japan, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I'm very blessed because Mario lived in Japan. She speaks Japanese uh, decently enough where we can get around. So I basically don't have to do any work at all. So I'm there. I just get to follow around. Now, mind you, I have been to Japan without her, but 
when you, when you speak Japanese, things just go literally three times faster.、Mm. So instead of having to sit there and translate things back and forth, which a lot of people in Japan do speak English now,、mm-hmm. um, specifically in Tokyo, which I was actually shocked as fuck to be honest with you.、Um, I I it totally went over my head because I was just in my mode of talk to them in their language, get the answer. <laughs> yeah, because I remember when we were at the、uh, the matcha shop, right, the one with the cake or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy spoke perfect English. I was、oh, like, yeah, Yo, yeah. what the fuck is that? That never happened before. Like、yeah. every spot I went to in Tokyo, not a single person spoke English.、Mm-hmm. And so, and if they did speak English, it was. It was just enough to like communicate barely, but、mm-hmm. that guy was hyper fluent.、Mm. So definitely, I think just because of tourism alone, or maybe it's like a job requirement that people are now. Yeah, I mean nowadays it's just a lot more common for folks to learn English. I mean it's a lot easier to learn English too now that we have like smartphones, Netflix, yeah, you know the popular stuff.、Um, but like when we went to like Universal Studio in Osaka, I went up to those employees and I was like, "Do you speak English?" And they're like. Uh, I'll try, but then they even said that in Japanese. I was like, okay, well, might、yeah. as well just talk to them in Japanese. It's like half half, yeah, but it's、yeah. a lot more than when even when I was there probably about five years ago. It's definitely a lot more convenient for foreigners to go because I mean, all in all, them speaking English is one thing, but you just have your smartphone for everything. Yeah, you could Google Translate. Google Translate everything. Yeah. Um, so the reason why I wanted to do this podcast, even though like typically this podcast, obviously we either have serious subjects or we're joking about a lot of stuff,、mm. I do want to help people when they travel. When I was younger, traveling wasn't a part of my life. Like、mm. I didn't think it was important. Right? I wanted to stay in my small town、mm. and just you know eventually get married, have kids, and just do stand up locally or whatever.、Really? Yeah, I didn't have like lofty dreams. Like I, my idea of what I could, what I was capable of, was very very low. Like、uh-huh. I didn't really think much. Like you have to understand too. Like growing up, your whole life, you're called dumb, you're called stupid, or whatever. Me too. So the only thing that you think you're capable of is what people expected out of you. That's、and、so interesting because I thought of it as differently as like I want to get out of here because I don't want to be dumb or like I don't want to be called late with labels. Yeah, like it never, it never. I don't think if I, you know, having to think about it, I don't think it really made me feel terrible per se. Of course, it felt didn't feel great,、mm. but you, when you get told that you are that your ceiling is here, this is all you actually expect out of yourself,、mm. right?、Um, when I decided to leave, is when I decided that hey, I can do more,、mm-hmm. right? Like I, I don't have to stay. Not that I hate my my hometown. I love Sacramento.、You、like、do. Sacramento is my hometown. It's like my heart and soul. It's where I grew up. Uh, my closest friends are there too.、Mm-hmm. Everything about that place I love, but you know the hard part about being in a in a small hometown is that you get small hometown vibes, and nobody、mm-hmm. wants to leave. And basically, after you graduate and you have a job, usually that kind of te- you know that's like the whole your whole book is written at that point.、Mm-hmm. Um, for a lot of people, not a,、uh, that I, in my personal opinion, that are in Sacramento, I think a lot of Sacramento people can agree. Wow, my living situation was a little bit different because I grew up in Diamond Bar, and I would say majority of the people left that city、yeah. to explore, you know, what they want to do. And for me personally, I had this dream of, you know, traveling around the world, and Japan happened to be the first place where I lived abroad alone. And I didn't know the language, I didn't know the people. I really just had to figure out how to get around.、Uh, and back then, we didn't have smartphones. So I literally、mm-hmm. took my electronic dictionary, write everything down, communicate Damn, with them. Damn, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like back then, you cannot use your smart. I mean, there wasn't smartphones, so use your dictionary 
to communicate with them or you figure out how to memorize everything to get around. And that's what I did. Damn, I didn't even think about that. In my mind, I was thinking that you had Google Translate with you, but it was such it was no, so long ago. Oh yeah. Because for me, what I would do, like if Meryl wasn't there, I, I showed her. Like Google Translate has this thing where you could speak in English and in real time with maybe about like a 10, five or 10 second delay, depending on the internet, mm. it will say what you say in English in Japanese. Mm -hmm. And when they speak, they can speak in Japanese and they'll translate it back. That's what I'm saying, that it's so much more convenient for foreigners to travel now because they have that. And it's like accurate. You could get by by using that. My friend Linda just went to Japan and she doesn't speak Japanese. And she said that's how she got around. She got a haircut. She I don't know, went to like random stores by herself and was perfectly fine. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very, very doable. Like like I said, for us it, or for me anyways, it was just easy because you could speak Japanese and it just made my life a lot easier. So it was kind of nice. But mm. um, I, I wanted to, to do this podcast because everybody has been asking, like, I think there's a lot of things that when people talk about traveling to Japan, they just don't talk about. And it's like the important things, right? Mm. For example, Suica card. Oh, yes. Um, JR passes. Yes. These things that are important for you to get around mm -hmm. and for you to be able to save money without having to constantly get a taxi because you don't know how to use a subway system, mm -hmm. right? The subway system, definitely a lot of people do use, right? But it does get a little complicated every now and then. Oh, I um, knew. So here's the thing. When we we're planning out our Tokyo trip, I've never lived there nor got around unless I had a friend with me who was yeah. Japanese. So I was in your situation where they just took me around. But I do remember how complicated it was because even my friend who was living in Tokyo was like, oh, this is a little bit complicated because there's like different companies that run each line. And at that time, I was like, I have no idea what you're saying, but okay. But I remember that. So I did my research to figure out what it is. And it turns out JR Pass, like for example, I'll mention one thing is that JR Pass is a great uh pass to half if you're gonna be there for a week and you're gonna be traveling around a lot using the public transportation and shinkansen so we'll start there right so mm -hmm. how, how would people get a jr pass nowadays again so much more convenient you just literally type in jr pass on google it will link you to the main website everything is in english and basically you purchase a ticket on the website and close to your traveling date, they will mail you a receipt. You take that receipt, you take it to Japan with you. And in one of the main stations, they are they have JR station. Uh, yeah, JR station. You go in there, you show the receipt and they will give you a pass. Yeah. So Mariel, before I mean, before we left, she got this thing in the mail. I had no idea what it was. Apparently, that was the receipt. Mm -hmm. So, like for us, we went. What was the what was the airport that we Narita, right? Narita, yeah. So we landed in Narita, right? You obviously go through everything. There's a lot of people who speak English. You'll see a sign that says JR Pass or whatever, mm -hmm. whatnot, right? And those you'll see a bunch of people line up there. And essentially, what people are doing. And by the way, if you're if you want to get it there of the day of it's a lot more complicated right day of i'm not sure what the rules are i wouldn't suggest that i would say get, get it in prepared. advance yeah. yeah because you don't know how long the line's gonna be and you want to make sure you do get one yeah so that jr pass is going to be important right and so J the jr pass essentially is going to be allotted for the amount you can set it for the amount of days that you are in mm -hmm. uh tokyo I think there is either seven days or a couple weeks or more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so within those lot of days, you get this 
paper ticket. It's pretty sturdy, right? But it's not going to be like a plastic card. No. So essentially, that's going to be the thing that you put into your the the the, the ticket vendor that allows you to use the JR line all mm-hmm. across Japan, right? Yeah. For wherever you can. And just a heads up for those people who want to use that,、uh, in order to know if they are JR line or not,、um, basically anything that starts with a J、uh, is the JR line. Yeah, and so. What we mean by that, and well, this is the other important part too, right?、Mm-hmm. You have the option of going on two different、uh, train lines, right? Those two train lines are owned by two different companies, and they go to. You can technically go to the same spots using one line, but if you use these two simultaneously, you could switch from JR to using your Suica card,、uh, S U I C A, and you could basically get that card. At the vending stations, right?、Mm-hmm. So it costs a certain amount of money to get the card that you get it on hold. Then you add money into it.、Mm-hmm. It's important for you to get both cards so you can get to places a lot faster. If not, you are allotted to only the JR line, and then、mm-hmm. you have to use that one, and it goes in circles. Other times,、yeah. if you find a spot, you'll go to the JR line, and then you could cut through that route. Using the Suica to get there, like literally fifteen、yeah. minutes faster. So the benefit of having both of these is, if you want to use your time efficiently, then get the Suica card. If not, you could take the longer route, taking JR line or walking.、Um, but if time is priority for you, having both of these would be recommended. And the reason why we also recommend having that Suica card is that technically you could go to the each station and purchase a ticket. It just takes a lot longer. Whereas Suica card, you just literally scan、Tap. it, yeah,、mm-hmm. and you just what Dave and I did was we held the JR pass and Suica card in our hand, and we just constantly swap it. So we、mm-hmm. would take one JR pass, we have to transfer, then take out the JR pass again, and then switch to Suica card, and then Suica card again, and switch it. And there's just constant changes.、Um, and we only did that because it was the most、uh, fastest route, and. It's easy to get around because Google Map will tell you exactly where to go. Yeah, and so Google Maps will also give you the option. Obviously, you could just tap if you just want to go use the JR line, <gasps> or if you want to get to this destination as fast as possible. They'll it, Google Maps will already tell you. Okay, use this JR line, switch、okay. this to the Suica, and then you can go this way. And here's a huge hint, which I learned when I got there because I was asking one of the employees how to get to another line, and she pointed out. Look at the platform. That's the best way to find out like where to go. And oh my god! After she told me that, I was like, "This is so much easier." Because if you say, "Oh, take the Yamamoto line," there are two ways that you go on Yamamoto line. You go either south or north. And if you take the wrong side, then you're going the opposite direction. So instead of looking at the Yamamoto line. Only look at the platform as well, and the Google Map is hundred percent accurate with the platforms. Oh, so it'll say Yamamoto Line, this platform. Yes. So those two, depending on where it goes, have different platforms. Yeah.、So、look for Yamam. So look for the line name and then the platform, and match those two up, and then go. Because、mm-hmm. if not, and you're sitting on a train, and then you're <laughs> like, "Hmm, where am I?" Did you just realize you just went five miles the other way? Yeah. And then you have to f- go back, go go off the train. Go to the other side, get back on, and then go all the way back again, which has happened to us only once during the trip. Yeah, and that's because I got that tip of the platform number. Yeah,、um, I think that part right there is very important for people because I know sometimes when people travel, they get a little frustrated and they'll just go straight to the taxi. That's why I did the first time I was in Japan because、mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to deal with all that stuff. So I was like, you know what, just taxi. It takes a lot longer. 
Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, during the first time I went to Japan, I was really fat, so walking was not <laughs> was not very pleasant for me. So go, taking a taxi with a group of like twenty people because JK was the one that took us. Oh, I see. So taxi know, is the worst because not only it's hell expensive, but it takes so much longer than the subways. Yeah, so um, that's really important. So second tip that I want to talk about when when traveling to Japan um, is food, mm-hmm. right? So you know, we're we're now in a technological age where if you look up best things to eat in a certain area, you'll see 30, 40 different blog sites talking about the best places to have something, right? And what you'll notice when you go to these blog sites, even before I went to when we went to Japan this time, is that these blog sites say the exact same food spots. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because it is popular, or maybe it's just because a tourist wrote this mm-hmm. and then another tourist found it. And then so it kind of becomes like this cyclical thing where you see the same thing over, over, and over again. Um Japan does have food reviews, right? It's just not as prevalent as in the States. So um, I've said this before, and I think somebody misconstrued this when I said like, Japan doesn't have a Yelp. Like it doesn't have Yelp. There are other apps. They have Google reviews that mm-hmm. have it. But what I mean by that is that the, it's not as strong as it is here. Like over here, you open up Yelp, you'll see every single restaurant in the area has a review, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's 40 up to 100 to 1,000. Uh, for what we've seen is that most of these reviews at most will have 200 to 300 reviews, mm-hmm. right? And about like 80% of those reviews were from foreigners, mm. right? If you go, I forgot, there's a couple of apps that that somebody told me that were in Japanese, mm-hmm. but it's like their version of Yelp. But even then I saw it, it had like maybe 100 I reviews. I mean, Japanese are not really all about, you know, saying negative things of others and putting it out there. Maybe that's why it's not a big thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Because when I, yeah, when I was looking online, it was hard to find something that's more local. That's what I was trying to do because I looked at these. I was like, well, we've been to Japan so many times. Do we really have to go to these like the new hot places? Or can we find something that's more local populated? Not so like, you know, yeah, wall in the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a hole in the wall type of. I will say this, right? So here's one of my biggest tips. If there is common street food that has a lot of reviews, for example, okonomiyaki, mm-hmm. um, takoyaki, mm-hmm. right? And you see on these blog sites that says this takoyaki spot is the best. Most likely, theirs is just as good as the next one over yeah. there with minute differences, mm-hmm. right? Takoyaki in general is pretty good any stall that you go. For example, one of the biggest places that you're going to go to if you travel to Osaka is that night market, right? Mm-hmm. And I read on every blog site, you have to go to this takoyaki spot. They all taste the same. Yeah. All delicious. Yeah. Whether they have 100 people in front, 20 people in front, or 10 people in front. That's what you have to be very wary of, right? Mm -hmm. When somebody who is a tourist that goes to Japan once and they write this review of the best spots, do you think that they ate takoyaki 30 times? Yeah. They didn't. They didn't eat takoyaki at 30 different spots to say which one is the best. They all taste the same. They're all just as good. Yes. And that's another thing is that the standard of of food in Japan- It's a lot higher. Especially Tokyo and Osaka, they're known for their food. So it has to be good by default. Yeah. And then there are really good ones, but 
I don't think the ones that are super popular on Instagram are the only places. Yeah. So if you go to these spots, right, and you feel like you're missing out because you didn't get to eat the spot, yeah. I guarantee you, look what they're making and just Google it somewhere else. Somebody will be serving something very similar and it's going to taste almost exactly the same, if not better, yep. or depending on the situation. Yep. Right. Because Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You, you just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I, if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it. it's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire-ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their if – you, if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do. Dude, money. It's so freaking good. It's hard to say which one my favorite stuff is just because like – if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S-1-0 at hero.co. I, I think one of the things that I really like about Japanese food is that this is a criticism that I heard from um, Joe's mom. Mm. So Joe's mom says like the one thing that Japanese people are kind of like 
they like coming to America、mm-hmm. and a lot of Western countries because we're more experimental with food.、Mm. So there's a rule, and then we break those rules, and then we create something new.、Mm. In Japan, they do have versions that they have like Japanese, like Parisian、pizza. bakery. They have pizza, whatever, whatnot, right? They have their version of pasta, but. Once that rule is broken, this is where that broken rule stays. Nobody's evolving from that, doing something else, and zany.、Mm. So you'll have a lot of like traditional food in Japan that's really, really good. You get tonkatsu from one spot that's really popular.、Mm-hmm. If you Google in the area, there's twenty tonkatsu spots that are also popular. They all pretty much taste hella good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like you won't regret going to the one next door just because. They have less people in there. It's just everyone's so good, and actually, I feel like a lot of the times we really like the ones that we just walked in, walked in, yeah, randomly. We're just like, this place looks good. Let's give it a shot, and it was just like, like that takoyaki. It was so good. Yeah, it was. So the takoyaki that we had actually in Shinjuku, right、mm-hmm. in Tokyo, we actually liked better than the takoyaki that we had in Osaka,、yep. and Osaka is known for takoyaki. Yep. So you know, like I said, the food is pretty good. All, all around. So you know, you're gonna go on Instagram. You're gonna see foodie people go to these really popular spots. That's like an hour and a half wait.、Mm-hmm. Uh, for us, we don't like waiting for food,、mm-hmm. right? If we look at that and we go, okay, there was a spot that we wanted to try. It was a place that did、uh, like these donburis, right,、mm-hmm. with、uh, tuna and then this amount of ikura,、mm-hmm. right? I looked at other places around the area that had something very similar to、mm-hmm. it, and it was half the price. Yep, and, and we didn't have to wait for three hours, and it was fucking delicious. Yeah, right. So people will do similar things that you can.、Um, well, here's a question then: How do they find those non-popular places? I think what I what we were doing too is that honestly, you could tell if you just kind of look at the menu and you see if there's people inside.、Mm. If there's people inside that are locals. It's probably going to be pretty good. Yeah. Like, here's a great example, right? You go to—I don't know how many times I've seen this. We have ichiran ramen in New York and Los Angeles. We have it here, right? Yes. Ichiran is delicious. Yes. It's very good. Now, mind you, when you go to Japan and you go to ichiran, you're not going to get any different and any different experience that you will if you when you go to New York and you get or whatever locations that they're at.、Mm. They're all pretty much the same. They're pretty consistent. Ichiran ramen is delicious. However, I've had infinitely better ramen from hole in the wall spots with nobody there, better than Ichiran,、mm. right? In my personal opinion,、mm-hmm. right?、Um, that's how many ramen shops are in Japan.、Mm-hmm. So if you go to specific spots and you feel like you're missing out,、mm-hmm. right? I guarantee you, you just look at the area and you'll find something else that'll be just as delicious or even better.、Mm-hmm. What was our two worst food experiences? The The omakase one, the expensive ones. Yeah, the most expensive meals that we had were actually our worst experiences. And、um, if I could kind of quantify why, no matter where you go, there's a certain level of snobbery to new age chefs. Yeah. Right. They feel that they're doing. And first of all, like specifically in Japan, like when you see people do、uh, yakitori, yakitori is going to be pretty much the same. And the only thing that's going to be different is the quality of meat. Because everybody、mm-hmm. is very particular about their skill set.、Mm-hmm. Well, this one that we went to was, you know, we had got a reservation. We got there. They had really good reviews.、Um, they're actually very popular, not only、uh, with tourists but also with the locals. So I was like, oh my god, we have to go here. And honestly, the first like maybe thirty minutes, it was actually really good. We were able to get a reservation. We got seated. We got our food real fast, and it was it was very delicious until. We had about a thirty-minute gap of nothing coming through. 
They forgot about us completely. They com- Yeah, they completely forgot about us. And, you know, we're just being patient. Maybe it's taking some time. But we thought, I don't think they forgot. I, I, it's not that they're still working on it. They forgot about us. So I called the waiter and I was just like, are we still, is this still coming around? He didn't even apologize. He was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, nah. you'll get it soon. Like, I was actually shocked how he responded because it was just so uh, casual in a way that he didn't even apologize. And as soon as he said that, he went to go talk to the chef. And within five minutes, we saw our next dish. Yeah, he completely forgot. And so what we'll find out too, um, and this is has to do with food, but not really. When you guys are in Tokyo, right? Tokyo, just like anything else, there's always something wrong when you live in a city compact with that many people, mm. right? And what I mean by that, it starts to change people. People in Tokyo, and you guys are going to say this when you, I, everybody who goes to Japan, they go to Tokyo first, they go to Osaka and Kyoto after, right? Yeah. Which is exactly what we did. Yeah. Um, you will notice that people in Kyoto and Osaka are infinitely nicer. I know, right? they're so nice. So Too nice, maybe. <laughs> most people who first go to Japan will probably not notice this, Yeah. right? Because they're, even their standard shit service is better than about 80% of American service, Yeah. right? Only because in the culture, you're supposed to be polite. Yeah. But once you're around the language and the people enough, you can sense microaggressions. For example, you could tell when they don't want you there. They're annoyed that you don't speak uh, Japanese. Mm-hmm. And I se- I started sensing that on the second day. I'm like, because my, now my the mysticism and the wow is gone. Mm. But you know, when people would talk to or serve us, I'm like, you're irritated. Mm. I could tell. I was like, oh, you're really? irritated too. Yeah. And but then the moment that we went to Kyoto, right? Everyone's so nice. Yeah. They got some old fashioned phrases that I heard in my old Japanese book that I didn't hear in Tokyo. Like, Okini. Yeah. Like, I didn't hear that at all in Tokyo. Oh, of course. Yeah. That's not used in Tokyo. Also, that's like very dated to them. I like it. It's just like here, you know, in New York or LA, it's just we're compact with people. The city messes people up. Yeah. And it's like from different counties, different areas. So people are just like, I care about myself kind of uh, vibe. Whereas Kyoto is still, I mean, a lot of the restaurants are still run by elders. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's part of their culture, but also I think they just appreciate that people come around and I don't know what it is. Like, you know, we went to that one uh, restaurant called Okuden in Kyoto next to Fuji. Fuji. Oh, Okonomiyaki place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Right next to Fushi Inari Temple. Oh my God, this couple just made our day. Also, by the way, service does make food taste so much better. It really does. <laughs> and they were just like having fun of like laughing with the customers. And they were among, so sweet to us. Yeah, they were just so sweet. They're like, oh, hi. And just, you know, obviously they knew that we we're foreigners. So they were just like making sure that we understand. Um, and let me I mean, tell you something, man. And there was this was so uh, one girl too, where my, where Mariel was getting. We were get, we. I love um, Japanese or like the Asian yellow sweet potato. So whenever I saw a stand that was serving some type of dessert or baked dish with oh, it, yeah. we had to go. So this girl, like with the way she, you know, gave Mariel like her receipt or money back, she just tossed it at Mariel. It was a young lady. Young lady, super rude. I was Who like, did not want to be there. And let me tell you something. If you ever wanted to motivate me to learn how to speak Japanese, is to curse somebody fucking out. Like that's how. That's why I learned how to speak Korean was so I could talk back to my parents. I will learn how to speak Japanese. But that's Korean culture, though. With Japanese culture, if you say unless you learn anime style, like you're not gonna not really like use that, that. But then to, <laughs> I would be able to talk to them and say like, hey, like don't you don't throw money at my wife, and that's really disrespectful. Yeah. 
like I could say that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, because young people too. Because if that's how they want to roll in Japan, like young people want to、yeah. roll like that too, we could roll back like that too. It's just now, you know, like、mm. mushy and guy, like in Korea, like they kind of just like I don't even know if it was mushy. I think it was just like that girl was just unmotivated. It wasn't to me, but it was just like I don't want to be here, and、yeah. then she just without thinking kind of tossed it.、Yeah. I was like, what the this little girl. <laughs> <laughs> But then again, you know, you go to Kyoto and it's like nobody does that. Everybody's really,、yeah. you know, in, in being respectful, whether you're foreigner or not, and yeah, it just appreciate more. There are definitely things too, like with food.、Um, like I'd say this too: like food is going to be really cheap、uh, mm-hmm. if you're, especially if you're coming from the U.S. Our dollar is just a lot stronger than theirs right now.、Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll be able to eat a lot of good food. In general, you're not going to be able to eat everything that you want to eat、uh, <laughs> because it's it's like coming to LA and saying I want to eat every good food in LA.、Yeah. Good fucking luck. We I've lived here for what twelve years now.、Uh-huh. I, it's impossible. <laughs> impossible. Impossible. <laughs> yeah. We so, did eat a lot, but we also、mm-hmm. walked a lot. Yes, and there was a lot more restaurants I wanted to try. I just didn't have the capacity. It was、yeah. like. Once we had a really good meal,、mm-hmm. we're pretty much good for the next like four or five hours.、Yeah. And how many hours in a day do we have to eat again? Like we can't. Well, here's the thing: we have like the main meal, and then we like munch little, on stuff, little munchies right? Throughout the、there. hours, so we're not that hungry until、oh, our next meal. Every time I saw a sandwich, I got a sandwich. Oh my gosh! And legit, okay. Here's the thing: we splurge. We did not think how much money we we're gonna spend because. Other than those two restaurants, those expensive expensive restaurants, everything was pretty manageable, and they were in a good price deal. So we're like, let's just have whatever we want. Convenience store, get like ten sandwiches if we want, get all the drinks, and the total、uh, cost that we got just for food was equivalent to the transportation price.、Yeah. And transportation, we were being very、uh, aware how much money we were using because we knew that taxi was super expensive. Now, mind you, we are both working adults; we make good money.、Um, Thank you. So for for us, when we splurge, we really did splurge. But if we let's say we the if we ate, by the way, when I ate, I'm talking, I ate a lot. He did. You know I mean, like a ridiculous amount, and it's not just cheap food too, right? I'm、uh-huh. talking about really, really good restaurants,、mm-hmm. and even then. Right. If just to put it in perspective, if the amount of food that I ate here, if I ate it in the U.S., it would have cost me about five to six times more、oh, than、yeah. what we spent. No doubt. That's how. That's that's how much. Like if you if you're not a person like me and food isn't like your main draw and you're more about the experience and traveling and walking around,、mm-hmm. you won't spend anywhere near as much money as as we did on、mm-hmm. food. So, for example, one of the best meals that I ever had was this、uh, tendon. Right,、oh. it's this little spot that Mariel found. A lot of locals are there. This one we waited in line. Yeah, but it was first of all the original wait was like forty minutes. It only took us like twenty minutes. I know they're very、so、efficient.、Um, top three best meals I've ever eaten in my life, and I added extras. It cost about eight to nine dollars. That, was,、so、that was with extras, and I was stuffed with a beer. And then I ordered an extra thing on top of that.、Mm-hmm. It was so damn delicious. I damn near teared up as I was eating it. Yeah, it cost eight to nine dollars. Now, if you're a normal person, you wouldn't have been able to finish that bowl. No, right? I think you finished mine. I got that, and I ate some of yours. Yeah. If you're a normal person, you would have got a regular size, and it would have cost you like six, seven bucks. Oh, that's the great thing is that they actually have proportion size. So for right, there's a lot of rice bowls, right? You could ask for extra rice, regular or, or less. less rice, which、yeah. is Really nice for me because I want to eat more things, but not 
a lot of quantity. Yeah, that place, like I said, we also, the second best thing I ate there was actually a freaking burger from this place called Dragon, Dragon burger. burger. Also next to Fushi Inari. Yeah, the Fushi Inari Temple. Before you go to the to Inari Temple uh, in Kyoto, mm-hmm. you will see this place called Dragon Burger. It's actually a burger spot that was uh, started up by this guy in the UK. Mm-hmm. And he is known for making amazing burgers. So he has a Kyoto branch called Dragon Burger. I know, corny ass name, <laughs> but literally top two best burger I've ever had in my life. I have to say it was one of my favorite burgers too. And this wasn't something we researched. This was just walking by. We passed by a couple of times because it's right next to the subway station. We're like, oh, it kind of smells good. You know what? Let's give it a try. Yeah, we walked by and it just smelled like beef so fat, like griddled beef fat, which was already great. The The onion rings and the french fries, amazing. They had house-made Coke that they made with their own in-house made Coke syrup mm-hmm. and then club soda. And it was fucking delicious. They had a cocktail made of that as well, too. Yeah, uh, Service was fantastic. Yeah, It was so good. And by the way, we didn't eat at places twice because mm-hmm. there were so many things that we wanted to eat. We mm-hmm. ate here twice because I just wanted to eat it, it was again. so good. Yeah. It was that damn good. And here's the thing. I just thought of this right now. That place was run by all young people. And they were great. And they were great. Their service was amazing. Once again, they're in Kyoto. Yeah. Right. I'm pretty sure if they were in Tokyo and everybody else is so high strung, yeah. it might have been a different vibe. But definitely one of the spots. I know it's weird, you guys. You want me to eat a burger in Japan? Yes. I want yes. you to go eat that burger in fucking Japan. It's that good. <laughs> um, ramen. We went to the ramen museum. Skemen. Oh, oh, the ramen. Oh, see, oh. there are just too many places. And these are not uh, places that you would find online, really. Like, yeah. it wouldn't be on the Instagram hot places. We, did we ate this one place? It was this uh, restaurant. Do you remember the name of the, the sisters that opened up the beef spot? Oh, man. In Osaka, right? Yeah. Oh, wag. <sighs> I was like Wagyu something something. Yeah, Wagyu Sisters or whatever. Like I forgot. What I forgot what it's called, but they have a set called the Wagyu Sisters or Sister Bowls or something. Yeah. It's based. We think we kind of like assume, and I think it's pretty accurate, is that there are three sisters, um, young sisters, who are running that restaurant, and they're the chef. Yeah, it's it's really good, and I noticed it from the jump because. You could tell by body language, right? Like I said, I don't understand Japanese, but I know who the fuck's the boss. You were not. observing a lot. I was focusing on the text. <laughs> like I focus, I, I'm a, she knows, like I'm a people watcher. I people watch like a motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, you weren't preoccupied. I was preoccupied. Yeah. I'm like, what do I do? What do like, I was looking at them and I looked at her body language. I was like, oh, they own the place, right? They and, were very and, chill and like casual too. Especially because in Japan, it's so male dominated, specifically in like cooking roles as well. Mm. Um, Unless like it's a small joint where the the lady owns it with her husband or she owns it by herself. Um, You usually don't see the men cower in front of the lady. Yeah. And and then we saw that. I saw the body language. I was like, oh, they're the owners. Like they don't, they don't. So when we walked in, what we saw behind the kitchen was there were a few ladies running around and then there were two men. But these men were at the corner just kind of observing very quiet. And the women were actually the one very loud and very active with the customers. And we think is that those three ladies were the ones oh, running. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they were teaching those men how to cook or something. Like there was some. I forgot what it was. But yeah. either way, um, they had this. At the time when we went there, they actually have it on their menu as a set menu thing now. But when we went there, it was just, they just opened up not too long ago. So it was, mm. it was, um, like a special that they were having, but it seems to be like a set menu thing now. Mm-hmm. They have it. They just advertised it recently. Yeah. Cause when we went there, it wasn't on the set menu. It was like a bonus thing. 
so yeah it was like they just opened up not too long ago and that's like an introductory thing it was really cool and it was very yummy very very delicious again it's one of those where like let's check it out there's no line (laughs) so i'll give you guys a great example too um just to stick on this foods foods part there's a very common um japanese beef bowl place right like udon place right Mm -hmm. where they just do like sliced seared meat with a special sauce soy sauce like a sweet Mm -hmm. soy sauce and they'll put like egg yolks, green onions, mm-hmm. um, their versions of this, like this light cheese sauce, all this stuff, right? So it's a place called Red Rock. Oh, that Red one. Rock is common. Like you'll see, there's not anybody in there, to be honest with you. Nope. Right? And when we went in there, it smelled like an, like an older place where a lot of people have been. It was a little <laughs> dingy, you know? Uh, it was dark and not really welcoming vibe. We but were the then... only people in there. Ate the, came out super fast. I ate the stuff. And I was like... It's good. Damn, it's good. Yeah. It was so fucking, I think it was like six bucks. It and was then, really cheap. Yeah, six bucks and like nine bucks. My thing was like $9. I added a bunch of stuff and hers was like six bucks. And it was what, $15 for the whole meal. No yep. tip, by the way, in Japan. There's no tipping. No tip. And then I went to the bathroom and I, as I was uh, doing my business, I saw this poster in the bathroom. I'm like, I think they have one in LA. And so I told Dave, I was like, hey, I think they have this location in LA too. Checked it out. And it was in Torrance. And so, by the way, we spent 15 bucks for both of us. The ones in Torrance, obviously, because it has to be different, right? Of course. It was like 40 bucks, 30 bucks for one bowl. Dude. I was like, holy shit, I'm not going to eat it here. No, I mean, how could you, right? It's just, it's not a, it's not a casual dining experience, but we're there. We're just like, we're hungry. Let's just grab something. Yeah. I, I think like you guys, when, when, if you haven't been to Japan, you are going to love the food experience, right? Um, you can live out your master chef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. If you're like, oh, I don't want to do any of the tour stuff. The tour stuff is fun. Do it. Like we've, I've, we've been there. She yeah. lived there. I've been there multiple times. This time we didn't do it because why? I already did it. Yeah, we've already done it. We Robot want to experience something else. Made cafes, owl cafes, Shiba Inu. All that stuff is fun. Don't mm. not, do not not go there. Mm. One of the things, if you guys are uh, a Miyazaki fan, Studio Ghibli Park is one of those things that you absolutely must go to. Mm. It is amazing. Like I am a huge Miyazaki fan. So for me, it was awesome, right? We were fucking exhausted getting there because the Shinkansen fucking exploded that day or something. I don't uh, it, <laughs> that day, there was a typhoon that passed by. So it canceled literally almost all the Shinkansen. Except for one. <laughs> except one line. And I thought I was going to have a panic attack because the amount of people that just jam into that Shinkansen and the amount of people that was in the subway station was 
unreal. Just to put it in perspective, like the Shinkan Sen is never packed where we're standing. No. It's usually, so it was so packed because there was only one train available. On and a for, weekend. Yeah. And for us to get to our destination, we were standing with people literally like three inches from our face for two hours. Yep. And that is not the Shinkan Sen experience at all. It's really comfortable. Yes. So when that happened, I was, I was going to freak out. Yeah. I couldn't breathe. So By the way, that yeah. was for three hours. Oh, it was three hours. We're, it was yeah. Ridiculous. We were standing for three hours. And then once we arrived to the destination, they wouldn't open the door. Yeah. And maybe another 20, 30 minutes passed Freaking by. Freaking out. And it turns out we come out. There is literally, a, I would say, thousands of people just, just waiting. Waiting to get in. And yeah. they wouldn't let them in because the train just was just so messed up because of the typhoon but kudos to those employees i seriously applaud for them Dude, they it, figured it out though when we came back it was fine that's true yeah that was that's amazing true. yeah yeah um so we talked about the food so oh if you guys want to uh like google food big tip google it in japanese so find out what the word is in japanese whether mm -hmm. it's tonkatsu burger or whatever and then you'll see japanese reviews pop up Pro tip, if there's a three star next to it and it's a Japanese, it's really good. <laughs> Japanese people be hella rough. <laughs> also, if you want to have just like a homemade style um, bento set or like breakfast set, look for teishoku. Yeah. Uh, how do you spell -E that? T-E-I-S-H-O-K-U. Teishoku. That just means like uh, a meal set. And yeah. it's really cheap, very yummy, very simple. Japanese breakfast is like that, much like Korean breakfast. We really don't have breakfast, right? Mm -hmm. It's essentially the foods that we'll eat even at dinner. Mm -hmm. But these are like sets where you'll have fermented vegetables, um, some type of grilled fish or tonkatsu spots well or whatever. Yeah. Um, when I was doing my food ratings online, some people were very confused. They're like, well, how is this tonkatsu spot? You know, a 10 out of 10. And then you gave this one, which is like not look that a 10 out of 10. It's based on price. Mm. If I went to a hole in the wall spot, right, that gives you your foods instantly in about five minutes where I get a ticket out mm -hmm. and I sit down. Clearly, it's not this amazing chef made thing, right? It's something that's quick and fast. Mm -hmm. But that quick and fast meal cost me almost four bucks, almost. So it wasn't even four dollars. Mm -hmm. And it was a full set ass meal. That shit's a 10 out of 10, 20 out of 10. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. So, But if I go to the other restaurant where I'm paying triple the amount mm -hmm. and it's fucking delicious, it's also a 10 out of 10 based on the price. Mm -hmm. There's nothing in the United States that'll give me a, a uh, oyakodon bowl, mm -hmm. right? Miso soup, mm -hmm. little tuna on the side, all this other stuff, and then a drink, and then it's four bucks. That shit would be easily uh, $20 something dollars. That's the part that we really appreciated and miss is that we didn't have to worry about how expensive things were because they were just such reasonable price. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll say this too. Um, service is always going to be really, really good. Yeah. Right? By default, it'll have its standard. Mm -hmm. It's going to be really good. If you're a coffee lover, you have to find very specific coffee spots that'll yes. be really good. Ah, that's the thing. Coffee price, on the other hand. is expensive. It's, it's, a, it's about the same to price. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you find the ones that are a little bit fancy, uh, yeah, it'll be the more expensive. If you're in Kyoto, favorite coffee spot ever, About Us. It's, mm -hmm. it's a place called About Us. Champion um, coffee roast, like bean roaster there. Mm -hmm. Um, just very good coffee. And also 
close to Fushinari Temple. Yeah, Fushinari Temple. <laughs> we we stayed around that area, so we just kind of get to know the area and the local places. And yeah, those three places: Okuden, Dragon Burger, About Us. Uh, first time goers, uh, if you want to go to the Tsukiji Fish Market, be my guest. Go there. Just know that the price the the prices there are inflated as hell. It's mm. really fucking expensive there. You can get similar things and most likely better places outside of that. But I do suggest you support the business there. Buy a few things here and there. Yeah, it's still uh, an experience. It's still a dope experience. Um, when I went to the Tsukiji fish market, it was like three times that size. And then mm. it was actually next to the actual fish market before mm. it got relocated. I went there when it relocated and before it got oh. this popular. Um, it was really fun. Got to try all different kinds. Uh, it kind of feels like a night market. Yeah. The Tsukiji fish market now is officially, officially a tourist trap. Yep. Um, and like I said, is a tourist trap still worth going if you've never been? Yeah. But half the amount of restaurants now quadruple the price. It is pretty pricey. And 90% of people there are not Japanese. It's it's kind of crazy. Like if the, the Japanese people that were there were on a field trip. No, yeah, yeah. 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 So when I was there, everybody spoke English. I'm like, mm -hmm. whoa, this is not, this, it didn't feel like Japan at all. And here's another thing. Usually we like to go and try fast food just for the sake of it because they do taste different like McDonald's, KFC. We didn't go to any of them. Yeah, I didn't need to. Uh, <laughs> I just didn't have the space for it. We really, I was like, I really want to try that apple pie. I really want to try it, but just didn't. There were just so many other things to eat. Yeah, there's just a lot of things to eat out there, man. So don't be afraid. Like be, be willing to explore outside of like this recommended list and mm -hmm. you won't be disappointed. And think about it too. Like when you're in Japan, let's say like you only like ramen and you only want ramen, uh, tonkatsu and uh, soba? and soba, right? Well, guess what? Try all the different restaurants. Yeah. So the like we went to a restaurant. I had soba and it was like high, highly rated the best. It was mm -hmm. whatever. And yeah. then we went to another one and it was like the first, the restaurant that we went to the first day that we, we just walked in. Oh yeah. That's my restaurant. That, that place was good. Hella good. It's not on a review on the radar no. at all. And it was better than the place that had a thousand reviews from, um, from like tourists. Yeah. You know what? Osaka. It almost felt like those, those ones that weren't on the list were just a lot better. I think they're also, they innovated a little more too. They weren't mm. sticking to just traditional, traditional stuff. Yeah. The one that was, that's popular, that is very traditional. Yeah. Which I think people would appreciate, but it wasn't something that, it wasn't our flavor. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, we, depending on what you guys are doing out there, mm. um, if you're tall, just know that you're going to bump your head on a lot of things. <laughs> I've smashed my head into so much shit. Um, that's just a given. Was it that small everywhere you went? Uh, specifically uh, Kyoto, because it's older. So Oh, really? Not Tokyo? Because uh, a lot of Tokyo places, are their seats are small. But the height wasn't, it was adjusted. Oh. The places in Kyoto, the height wasn't, I smashed my head on so many things. I'm too busy looking down <laughs> yeah. my phone that I don't know yeah, what's I, happening. I, I smashed my head on a lot of things. Interesting. Okay. Um, so there is, if you're a bigger person, it's, it is going to be a little uncomfortable um, if you want to go to Tokyo with the group or six or seven, I suggest not to because or, oh, no. or eat all eat separately because a lot of these restaurants that you're going to really enjoy, they probably only seat about like 10 to 15 to 20 people. Yeah. So um, if you're thinking about going with a huge group like we did in Japan the first time, we had to split our group up group up by like seven, seven groups. Yeah. Just try to go in pairs at most. Mm -hmm. And 
Another thing I would recommend is really just follow their culture rules. Yeah. It's just, it's so pleasant over there because they follow the rules. And like, for example, I've never felt so safe in bathrooms. Yeah. They're so clean. I've never encountered a toilet that smelled that had like pee all over the place. Like it's just maintained so well. No trash on the streets. They don't really have trash bins outside. So you have to hold onto your trash and just it's you got to be respectful with their culture. And I hope everybody has study a little bit about what their culture is like, because I love the fact that they can maintain what they have because it's such a pleasant experience as a foreigner. Like the society is about like community and at the same time, personal responsibility. So the idea that, okay, I have this trash, I'm going to hold it until I find a garbage can because I don't want this country to look trashy. It's an, it's, it's like a cult, a strong cultural identity. Mm. Obviously Japan is a lot smaller. So they're allowed, they, it's a lot easier for them to uphold this value. Mm -hmm. So when you go to Japan, just be mindful of that as well, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people, they may not say something, but they're going to fucking hate you for sure. Of course. Because they're just prone to, even when they confront you, they'll be really polite about it. Mm -hmm. Korean people, not so much. Like if you're in Korea and mm -hmm. you're out of line, somebody's going to check you pretty they'll fucking They'll be like, hey, 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 yeah, fix cut, it. <laughs> yeah, like cut that shit out. Like yeah. Korean people aren't as kind like that. Um, and even for me too, when I was in Korea, when we were in Korea, I'm not sure if you noticed it, but there's these people that were super loud on the train. And then uh, in Japan or Korea, you know, in Korea, I think you were kind of like sleepy and tired, oh. but they were super fucking loud. And it was like, uh, it was a white dude. That was an American guy. Oh, you might've been nodding off at that point, but it was a white dude. That was an American guy. And then he made eye contact with somebody else. That was American. And they were fucking loud as shit on the train. Mm. And I just walked over to the guy, you know, uh -huh. I tapped him and I was like, don't do that. You know? Really? Yeah. Cause he was, happen? he was so loud. Like he was just so, I'd have to say that he knew he was fucking up. You know, but they were just like, oh, my God. I was like, bro, come on. Chill, yeah. Chill. I mean, I, I understand if you're excited and everything. But again, just read the room. Yeah. Read the room. Just be respectful, because at the end of the day, you're going into their culture, their country. You want to experience their culture the right way. Then you have to make sure that you are respecting that. Yeah. There's a lot of like cultural landmarks too that are there, right? Like it's it's a country that's been around for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, things are are connected not only from like a cultural standpoint, but also very spiritually. Like you'll see like temples all over the place, oh, right? So beautiful. How you behave is a reflection not only on yourself, but also from the country that you're from, right? So if you do have like pride specifically, I'm talking about American people, right? Mm -hmm. I'm American as well. We're representing our country when we go to another country. Mm -hmm. So just be very mindful of that type of stuff. Like mm -hmm. when, I, when I see people who are, you know, for example, there was something that really irritated me. Like <laughs> she knew too, I was so pissed. There huh? was this... There was this greasy, greasy ass white dude. Remember oh at the Gukatsu spot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't even know what he looked like. No. But from the he was sound behind you. from the sound of his weeb ass fucking <laughs> voice, right? I was literally telling her, like, I'm telling her, this motherfucker back here is talking so much shit about America, right? And I'm like, He's very loud too. Yeah, very loud. And he's talking shit about America to girls because he's trying to get them to like him. Like, they're oh, Asian girls. They're Asian girls. And I'm like, dude, this is, you fucking Benedict Arnold, you little sellout. <laughs> Don't, and like, I'm the Asian dude, right? I'm like, get out of my country, man. I wanted to tell him, get, get the fuck out of my country, man. You know what I mean? We don't want you here anyways, my boy. <laughs> you know, you know, oh I wanted to 
walk up to him. Well, America doesn't want your kind here anyways. Those Asian girls would be the helicopter. Wait, what's going on? Who's the American here? Yeah, you take your dirty little white self and get the fuck out of my country. I wanted to do that so bad. But I sat there and I was like, I guarantee you this dude is a fat, big old white dude with facial hair, long hair, a flannel shirt. Yes. And she was cracking up because that's exactly what he looked like. And he's just sitting there going like, oh, I hate America. America is so disgusting. It's so filthy and dirty. Like, I'm like, oh, bitch. We have beautiful places in America, too. It's not like that everywhere, you jackass. I know. He's just like sitting there just trapped. He goes, oh, are the gun problem in America. And let me tell you something. These two little girls who they were clearly Chinese. Yeah. She was she was saying, oh, I would never want to go to America. Oh, yes, you would. <laughs> you definitely would. You would love to come here. I don't know why. I was like. Why are you saying so much bad things to? They're not even Japanese folks. Yeah, like what's the what's your deal, man? Yeah, and why are you talking so much? Why aren't the girls talking? Yeah, at all. Yeah, and he's just trying to be Mister Cool Guy. And I was like, you, you're such a. You, let me tell you something. Being a dweeb and a loser translates in all countries, all languages, even if you don't speak the same language. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Those girls too sounded so uncomfortable. <laughs> They're like kind of. <laughs> I'm like, bro, stop. Get. If I ever see you on my sweet, sweet soil of the, of the United States of America, I'm kicking that ass on out. Talking shit about my country. I had like this American flag and this eagle behind me. You had a red hat. I know. I had a Trump hat on. I'm going to make America great again by kicking you out. Starting with you, mister. I was so pissed. Too bad we didn't see his face. But yeah, you were we, so accurate. That was hilarious. I just knew. I Because I, those type of guys are all there in Japan, dude. By the way, we had parties left and right as well. And the only person that we were able to hear. Was hear, that cool? Yeah, because it was so, it was so loud. Yeah. So just, you know, I know I, for myself, too, I have to be aware of this. Americans, our voice is actually very, really very loud. loud. So just be mindful and, you know, just poke each other. Make sure that your volume is in the yeah, right even when i was walking level. around just talking to her she had to remind me like your voice is loud i'm like oh shit it is kind of loud he was in denial at first yeah oh we won't talk shit on this pot let's talk <laughs> shit all right because I, I can't poop all right <laughs> <laughs> oh or poop no 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 let's not talk about that you know what was tripping me out the most I okay mean. now mind you i've grown up watching anime my whole life right oh and when you see these characters caricatures in oh, and yeah. these characters in animes, right? Yeah. You're like, that's clearly an exaggeration of a human being that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Not true. Mm-hmm. There was this cab guy, right? Literally, like if you if you've ever watched anime, mm-hmm. have you seen like the loud businessman that the cab guy that just chops it up with everybody yeah. and has a very specific laugh? Uh-huh. He exists. Yep. Yep. We both looked at each other, we're like, he's a character. What was the word that you misused? You said you wanted to go to a prison. oh shoot what was it oh i forgot what the word was but i was trying to say a city and he's like oh and he gave me he showed me his face he's like and i was like huh i don't know it's just a city and then the city was um written in romaji it wasn't in uh, kanji so i was just like i don't know what it says but it says this and later on i found out i was like holy shit so he was doing this side at first i thought he said like no, no. you can't come in the cab yeah. but he, what he was showing was handcuffs yeah because <laughs> he was like i can't take he's like, he's you like, want you me to take you to a prison, prison? <laughs> why do you want to go to a prison 
right? And he was so confused because yeah, she could speak Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, I'm so confused. Why Why is he saying that I have to go to prison or like we're going to prison? And it turns out the the word was very similar. And then later on, he was able to find out that, he oh, it's, it's a town next door. He was cracking and up. And he was cracking up like a, like a Japanese anime yes. character. <laughs> like that, I'm yeah. like, yo, these people are, there was a pharmacist. He looked like, <laughs> have you guys seen Death Note? <laughs> One of my favorite animes of all time, right? Oh. The pharmacist looked not like light, yeah, like, not like light, but the, oh, what was his name? It was the guy that was trying to catch. Um, He's the F, the, the main FBI. It was light, right? I don't know. No, he was the main guy that, oh my God, I is like that. That was one of my favorite. It's because I'm running blink today, but either way, look just like him. And I was shocked. He's like, a genius shit. guy. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. These people actually exist. <laughs> like, they're drawing things off of real people. I never thought of that. I Even just, like the harmonies and the, the old people. I'm uh, like, いらっしゃいませ. yeah, I'm like, that is a real person in Japan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Trip mm-hmm. me the fuck out. Because sometimes I'll see American cartoons like there's no body yeah. like this. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I feel now that I've seen these Miyazaki films and I'm watching these people and people watching, I'm like, that is a person in a Miyazaki film mm-hmm. and that person mm-hmm. is real. Mm-hmm. How fucking odd is that? Yep. It was pretty, pretty amazing. So, I, yeah. so just keep those uh, tips in mind. Traveling purposes, um, subway stuff, very important. Be open to new food, trying foods out. Find people who are at a restaurant that aren't tourists. That there's a lot of like salary men there that are sitting there or mm-hmm. just like families. It's probably going to be really, really good. You know, be willing to explore things outside of this recommended list because I guarantee you yes. that recommend. Like, for example, I live in Los Angeles for 13 years. I see the recommended food restaurant list about 80 percent of it I think is trash. I'm like, no, that's trash. That's that's not what you want to eat. Yeah, it's the same thing for when you go to these countries when people who don't who aren't in the cities that are locals that are creating this list, they probably don't know what's best. So try a few spots that you want to that you want to um, go to on that list, but be willing to explore and try new mm-hmm. things. And if you don't speak the language, guess what? They're very very accommodating. You also have Google Translate. Make sure that you use that as well. Yes. Um, be polite. Keep the place clean and be very culturally uh, aware. Aware of what's going on there. Keep your voices down a little bit. You know, it doesn't mean that you're not going to hear a loud person, but usually you'll hear that at bars mm-hmm. and like pop in city spaces, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is where it's appropriate. Oh, so for example, a couple of rules that doesn't really apply in a lot of other countries is that when you're in the subway, don't talk on your phone. Don't talk, period. Try to whisper because in the subway, people just, their culture is that you want to be mindful of other people. So keep everything to yourself. Yeah. And another thing is when you're eating, make let's just say you're walking and you found like some snacks that you want to eat. Eating and walking by default is not really a thing in Japan. Yeah. Usually you're you have a designated spot to eat and then you walk. You yeah. might see some people just eating and walking. I think I'm not sure. Like this was actually my first time seeing certain younger ones just eating ice cream and walking around drinks are fine but food by default they usually have a little area where you sh- you eat and then you walk. also i think it makes sense not to eat and walk there too a lot of people are going to work and you're fucking bumping into everybody you get food on somebody bro i would be pissed yeah you know so just be mindful of that. There's like these little cultural things that um, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll see it. Look it up online too. So try not to eat and walk. 
um, keep your voices down when you can. And there's times where you could be loud and excited, and that's where those touristy spots are. That there's this cafe where you where there's a bunch of like bodybuilder women that serve you. Uh, that, women? Yeah. Oh it's my god! Fu- it looks so fun. Um, oh, where was this? Uh, it's in Tokyo. I know there are men, but yeah. I know there are women. There's like women who do it. It looks super oh. fun, but the food doesn't look good. So oh, I didn't care for it. It's just more of for the fun experience. Oh, and then um, wh- which side to walk on, which is so bizarre to me, but different the, like Osaka. So everywhere else, like in Kyoto and Tokyo, you're going to be on the other side. So you're going to be on the left side, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Left side. But for some reason in Osaka, you're on it the right side. Other side. And I asked my Japanese friend, why is that? And they said, well, they have their own rules. <laughs> yeah. Follow the, follow the crowd when you're walking around. If they're walking a certain way, follow that way. If not, you fuck up the flow really hard. Mm. Like you just, just look at the arrows on the floor, follow the arrows on the floor and you'll be perfectly mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're somebody who's going to that country and be like, well, why can't I do something? Just don't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? There's, there's a, I, I think Japan is such a safe tourist spot yeah. because of the culture that people have created there. Korea is also a really, really fun spot to go to if you're yeah. traveling. Very accommodating towards tourists. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the main tips. I just want to do a podcast on that um, because I said that I would. We could probably go into uh, in depth in this, but I'm flying out soon tomorrow. So we got to wrap up this podcast. Um, you can catch Genius Brain every Sundays at 12 p.m. I hope that helped you guys out in your uh, trip for when you go to Japan. Um, that's my lady. You can find her at Mariel underscore underscore song. And once again, Genius Brain every Sunday at 12 p.m. We'll see you all next time. Peace. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now... All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today.
you can do this when you Angie that. 